We should get started, though. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Who are you? Connor McSpadden. Back at it, man. Connor, back in the cut. How's it going, man? It's going great, dude. I was, I was just saying, we, we got a real time-lapse vibe going, because I got, like, half bleached hair, half regular hair. Adam's totally shaved head, full fucking DDoS warrior. You know, yeah. like, uh, this, this man is a dark web assassin at this point you've completely become the internet guy you know you're ready to you're ready to just assimilate you're gonna you're, you're in the cloud now we look, you know what i mean we look like i went on extreme makeover and you're the after picture and it didn't totally take but better yeah yeah <laughs> still room then, still room then, for improvement and then with Adam, they're like, you seem to have figured out a weird kind of Bushido of the Xbox kind of a lifestyle. Uh, so you just lean in. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I am super excited to talk about what we are talking about today. It's all over the place. And it's the story that America can't get enough of. And it's it's a story I think America's not thinking hard enough about. And that is the theory that law enforcement might be out in the streets setting off fireworks around the clock or at least all night long as a means to somehow make protesters look bad yeah it's the big old it's the, it's the fireworks conspiracy this this is what we practice all week for <laughs> this is our super bowl right now yeah yeah because we were talking before we uh before we turn the mics on that this is a theory that's still defining itself it's still the, the battle lines are still being drawn up. There's like some pretty it, like there's a few pieces of kind of like undismissible strangeness at least like the fact that there is 630 times more complaints. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdness to it. And it's one of those stories where I'm always concerned when something like this happens and there's immediately like five different articles that are like, nope, this is just a conspiracy theory. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Cause it's like, well, how, what, what like, what, where's the, even you think about stuff in terms of clicks and ad dollars, like where's the money and being like, nope, no fun. Like not, you know, like you'd think like if I was an opportunistic article writer, I'd be like, here's five interesting fun ones that could be why there's more fire, but they just have ready to go. No, don't even look at it. Or there's, we got more important stuff to going on. I mean, you guys are freaking out about fireworks and there's people being slaughtered in the streets and it's like, Oh no, no, maybe they're not so, so disconnected after all fucking salon refinery 29 yeah that's the thing it's been the like the debunking of this has been a bunch of articles where people are like yeah there's more fireworks being sold right now and it's like yeah obviously they're going off every fucking night we know there's more being sold there's been a there's been a significant uptick in my neighborhood and i'm in like uh the hollywood ass hollywood just not east or west just smack dab in the middle and i've been seeing the shit from all sides i go up on my fire escape i see them all over pretty good clip just throughout the night you know if you're out there for 20 minutes smoking a cigarette you'll see three four you know anytime you go out there so it's like certainly just anecdotally in my own life a lot more prevalent than it's ever been 
And uh, it's fucking everyone is talking about it. And it's like, of course, I understand an element of it is more people are home than usually are. Maybe more people are pissed off. A lot of times you're out at work or at your buddy's house. And it's like, well, that's annoying, but it's not my neighborhood. And I'm like, all right, I'll give you like that. I don't know, fucking triples it, but 620 times more. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's doesn't seem proportional to just being, oh, well, people are bored. And, yeah. and well, there's another aspect of that that we'll get into that I think doesn't make sense. But I think the f- the first thing people have to get past is the idea that this is somehow a bridge too far for the police. No, I mean it's right. It's right out of the playbook. It's just like yeah. Well, well, because it, it, it like if, if you look at it from a police perspective, if you really want to get deep down in the nitty gritty with it. it it opens you up a couple of moves and advantages it's just overall a strong play because okay so the people in these communities are mad about how we're policing them and they're kind of you know like we need to gin up some excuses to be on the ground where we need to not that you need an excuse but hey we saw fireworks in the area we had to go jump in the backyard you know see if they had some they could have burned the whole fucking city down you know and then little old lady reading the newspaper go oh, that's good well they shouldn't be shooting off those illegal fireworks that's terrible you know so it gives you a little bit of you know probable cause a little bit of jid up hey look what we found in his fucking blazer pocket here the little baggie you know it's one of those and it also it's just it's just like if you've ever lived in a poor neighborhood like a neighborhood where there's the fucking helicopter going there's the fireworks going there's gunshots going sometimes there's people yelling it's just you know just bet it's not like there's this huge fucking amount of space between everybody. Like you're up in the hills and you're tucked away in your little underground concreted up little bedroom and you've got your white noise machine. It's like, no, you. it's like you're in a jungle of just like capitalist excess. Just fucking all the people that slip through the cracks just be like, no, you shut the fuck up. I will kick <laughs> your ass and it's three in the morning. So it's, it makes you on edge. It makes you jumpy. Anyone who listened to the Randall Maynard episode of Unpops all those years ago, <laughs> definitely are part of the reason I was so agitated, you know, going back and forth with a guy. It fucks you up. It's, you know, they do it in Guantanamo Bay. They do it, like, I, I heard a couple, I I actually went to Google this and I couldn't see anything, but I heard a couple reports in the museum, those sonic crowd dispersal weapons out in Beverly Hills. Like, it's a well-known tactic to basically... Sap, sap your stamina you know you're you're that x it takes away a little bit of the x factor you know it makes everyone a little bit fucking a little off and not just that we are talking about the police here and yeah. like we've been watching video after video of the police indiscriminately killing black people since i think before connor was even born i don't oh. know what year you were born but certainly 2003 so since the early 90s fucking the rodney king video like we've seen the police do much crazier than this and man i can't imagine like what the what the twitter feed would have looked like in 1936 if uh you know everybody had an iphone 6 at least you know and uh yeah it's 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 been in like an inseparable part of our uh, the, the fabric of our society from jump uh and insulate at every turn from uh change or sort of like uh transparency uh you know uh, any, any level of citizen oversight it's just like well you can't you can't concern yourself with that that's uh that's beyond you you don't need to know you know it's a fucking need to know basis and uh yeah it's absolutely i mean it's very like they just and they have so much fucking money they have all this fun, and it's like you talk to like military guys like i go do comedy shows on military bases and they're like yeah we don't fucking 
care about your show at all, man. But if we don't ask for at least the same amount of money, if not more than we did last year, then we're not going to keep getting our bonuses or keep getting our cost of living and all our little extra money. You know, we just got to keep some money coming in. So yeah, we're just blowing fucking six grand and I don't know. Yeah, it's fine to, you know, come out to the Island and, you know, finger fucking the Humvee after we watch your <laughs> shitty jokes. And, uh, you know, it's like, like these people that's just like, I, I feel like a lot of this police brutality, and that's not to say that there's not horrible problems in the training and every other aspect, but I think it's a lot of it is because these fucking dorks wanted to play with their fancy riot toys. I oh, think yeah. it's because they, they never got to break out the big electric, you know, they never got to shoot the little, <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. It's just fun. And I, I think so much of it is they just want to play with their little toys, you know, beat the shit out of people, fuck with them. And then it's like, I can totally see them like, yeah, well, fucking, then we, this guy makes a little, like, PowerPoint, shows his boss. It's <laughs> like, so that's why we need a million dollars for fireworks. It's like, that's pretty much how it works. They just take themselves, they just are dead serious about it because they're fucking stupid. And I would encourage people listening to this podcast. I'm actually going to do this a couple times throughout and sorry, but I host another podcast called Unpopular Opinion. Our last three episodes prior to this week were all about police violence. And there are a couple episodes that you should you should listen to if it's a topic you're unfamiliar with there's one called the problem with the thin blue line and the thing about that thin blue line flag it first originated around 2014 like when the uh eric garner and michael brown protests were happening i remember that and it was uh, pretty pretty immediately well no noped by the sort of people i follow on twitter but yeah it was immediately like okay well now this is we've got a new image we've got a new symbol to like our, it's not often that you get a new symbol a new flag and you you know it's a it's an exciting moment in uh in culture and it's important to take what that flag means in context with what's happening in the country right now the the symbolism on that flag the blue line in the middle represents the police the black above the police represents citizens the black below the police represents the criminals that the police feel they are protecting the other half of the citizenry from, which means police view 50% of the American population as enemy combatants that they have to keep people protected <laughs> from. And that is not how you want your police approaching the problem of community policing. Like they are an occupying peacekeeping force in Iraq, you right? Know? And we're and we're and we're all you've got. All, you're always to be on uh, on your toes because you never know who could be one of them or one of the bad guys or about to drop his backpack and you know the whole shit. Like they just fucking. When in fact, it's like you're ginning up so much of that. <laughs> like so much of that is because people are scared shitless out of you because you pop off on uh, anybody and everyone for no 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 reason at all, and you know you have and and, and you know just do it like a fucking barbarian. Yeah, on someone's neck for eight minutes. It's fucking unconscionable. And the the follow up episode to that is called the Blue Wall of Silence, and that's about the code among police that they don't tell on each other, basically. And that's about the Cookie Monster sex ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is, uh, I've been exposed by uh, WikiLeaks. And the the guest on that was a former police officer, and one of the things he talked about is how when you go through police training, you come out of it with this us versus them mentality where you're cops and the only people you can trust are your fellow cops, no one else. 
everyone else either is a criminal or they're one of these libs who think you're being too hard on criminals. But either way, you view your job as kind of a war type thing where you're out in the streets at war with criminals. And now it's not just that, but these protests, because they've turned into being about defunding the police or abolishing the police, these motherfuckers are at war for their survival. So the idea that they would employ some warlike tactics during this is not unreasonable at all, especially like you mentioned with the fucking resources they have. Yes. They've got so much money. You look at like uh, the NYPD and it's like, it's like the military budget for a small country. You know, it's like fucking Ireland's hold the the military, you know, or some shit like they're probably bigger than Ireland. Like they just have so much, like they have this intelligence gathering, they have like that spot shotter shit or tracker shit where they have like all those little microphones scattered throughout the city and they could like fucking dark night your ass and figure out like triangulate where you are generally and send somebody down. And it's like, uh, it's just another point. It's like with shit like that. It's like, well, yeah. Then why do you need like six million dudes with guns if uh, you got that and it works that good? Just like, uh, just okay. We'll go send two guys and go get them or whatever. Send four, you know, ten. I think if it does become a thing where police forces are getting defunded nationwide and a lot of cops start losing their jobs, I think that's where our civil war will come from. Those are the motherfuckers Ooh. that will get in the streets and start actually shooting. That seems like a clean sort of pipeline, for sure. It sure does, and it seems like we are on the brink of it. Yeah, well, they, I mean, in Minneapolis, they 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 basically they what well, they're going to essentially just come up with a new way of doing the police department. They're like, we're starting over, starting fresh. So that's cool. I mean, it'll be very it'll be very interesting to see how like symbolic a gesture that ends up being, and if it ends up being just like basically having a bunch of Blackwater guards that all the various big banks and sort of like wealthy parts <laughs> of towns and then jack shit everywhere else or however it, however it goes down. will be, you know, I, I think everyone will be keeping a keen eye on some of these little like uh, experimental sort of, you know, different things happening. Like I've seen polling on it pretty recently. That was just like, dev- it was like, I was like, you know, I just gone to a protest with a couple of my friends that I live in my building and I was like, wow, this is so uh, cool and it's really great. And I'm like, yeah, what do you think is going to happen? And then it's like, you pull up this number and it's like countrywide, middle of nowhere, like when we're talking about everybody, everybody like percentage is not great at all. The thing about that is stuff like what's happening with these fireworks actually plays into that very nicely. Yes. Because if all you're like, if you're in and I'll get into this in more detail a little bit later, but I think this is an effort. And I think the government's efforts right now are aimed at getting apolitical types to swing into action and vote over this fucking issue, be it fireworks or if the protests become like there's going to be more protests like it's we're not done with that. Like, if those become, like, autonomous zones that start popping up, if fireworks become a thing, like, I I think this plays into all of that really nicely. I think fireworks going off all the time are a thing that will rally people who live in those neighborhoods who don't necessarily want to be involved with the protests, but also Mm -hmm. don't necessarily, like, they're not necessarily racist, they're just not political. It's what Nixon used to call the silent majority, and that's a phrase Trump has started throwing around too. But before we get to all that, let's talk about the official explanation for what's happening with these fireworks, because a lot of what people are saying, 
Like a lot of really respected outlets, they're just like, look, it boils down to this. Coronavirus is a thing and people are bored. So they're buying more fireworks and they're they're setting them off in the streets. And you'll see these articles where they're like, well, we asked the fireworks suppliers and they said they didn't sell them to any cops. And we asked the <laughs> cops and they said they're not doing it. And it's like the cops aren't going to walk up to these motherfuckers and be like, hello, we are the police and we would like 15 pallets of your finest explosives, please. They're just going to send a dude to buy them. If, and if you had a big Excel spreadsheet of like people uh, and how much you trust them just based on their jobs, like where honestly would be cops and fireworks distributors, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. You got a guy who works in fireworks distribution. Okay. I definitely couldn't see that being <laughs> anything sketchier. And he's, he probably sleeps no. fine at night with what he does. Or, you know, it's like, yeah, you fuck you did no reporting. You just be like, well, I don't know, we asked and yeah, the police said no. So, and you see like pictures of cops with the big pallets of bricks. Like at the front, that's another one, you know, yeah. like this is, this sort of, I think like a, maybe a spiritual uh, nephew of that conspiracy theory. Oh yeah. Which, you know, I you saw a shitload of like, I don't know, at least fucking, you know, pretty convincing looking picture on Twitter evidence at least. <laughs> yeah. And then those, like a lot of those images of the bricks, like they get, they get debunked by, that same police department tweeting about it and being like, no, we were just cleaning up a construction site. And yeah. it's like, you're going to trust the police at a moment like this to tell you the truth about that? Perfectly stacked bricks in the back of an F-150 peeling a tarp off of them as if they were have only been in there for an hour and a half. <laughs> like you just picked them up from like a Home Depot, maybe just like in a different outfit, you know, where someone wouldn't have... Someone, Open Mike Eagle tweeted like a month ago, like the, the brick store doesn't keep receipts. And I thought that was such a great, like, couldn't we just, how do you audit a brick store? Do we, do we get a change.org petition? Like, what, what do we do? I, I, you know, where's the next steps here? It's, I mean, this is too simple to not be unraveled, right? Yeah, there was not just bricks, but there was one video, or I think it was just pictures going around on Twitter, but I think it was Dallas? where there was a protest planned and someone just parked a car on the street that for one thing looked like a decommissioned cop car. Yep, yeah. There was one of those in LA on Fairfax. Yeah, they parked it on the street and put a sign that just said free car. This isn't a joke. And it's like- I saw that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what you're doing. I had a, a buddy of mine's dad used to work for Bait Car. You remember that TV show? He was like- Oh, yeah. He worked in the department that Bait Car came from. And uh, his big, he would get a, he'd get a good one line. He's a real fucking cop. Like he's talked, he does the cop personality. It's like he tells you he's a cop and he proceeds to not disappoint in any interaction you have <laughs> with the guy. You know, the guys be like, oh, come on, dude, I got work tomorrow. And fucking Pete goes, I don't think you're going to make it. You know, just like <laughs> that kind of stuff. He, he's, he's, nice. a little, he's a fucking uh, magnum PI of his own mind. But uh, yeah, no, fucking, I certainly was like not the worst scheme in the world to leave like a juicy unlocked car in 2008, but like at a protest, it's a crown Vic that's like just, you know, with the black part painted white <laughs> free yeah. car and a little, uh, you know. Yeah, it's suspicious it's as graduated fuck. graduated marker on the windshield and it's like, oh, okay, right where we scheduled the Black Lives Matter, nice. And the other thing about that official explanation is what's the one thing we know? I mean, we know a lot of things about coronavirus, but one thing we know is that communities of color have been hit especially hard, not just from a health 
standpoint, but also from a financial standpoint. And if you're talking about fireworks going off, which especially when you look into places like Brooklyn, where they're saying, look, these are starting at like seven at night and ending at three in the morning every night. That is so much money. Where is the money coming from to buy these fireworks? Fireworks are what you call an elastic demand product. The demand for them is elastic depending on the overall strength of the, the you know, community's wealth. Uh, you know, it's like it's not something like water where you need no matter what. It's an extra and at this point, it's like, I know everybody's a little bit hot and bothered and frustrated and looking for a good time, but I don't know too many people living in poor neighborhoods who are scrambling. Well, we got to fucking light some fireworks about this. Yeah. You know, my dad, you know, fucking pop's been out of work for three months. You know, we've already borrowed a five grand from our parents and we've blown through that. And it's not looking like there's any light at the end of the tunnel. The fucking kids need braces. You know, we haven't fucked in a, almost a year, and uh, we got to get some M80s involved. Like, it just doesn't seem like the sort of thing that anybody who'd be living in one of these places and just going through absolute hell right now with 1200 bucks and a pat in the back and a fuck you, you know, it's like every single in the long series of uh, little uh, injustices that has been our, you know, the last uh, six months of our lives where everybody fucks everything up and tells you lies, and then you go, okay, well, you know, we'll just deal with it. And, uh, yeah, at this point, I don't think, like, okay, well, with my life, last six hundred dollars uh, <laughs> instead of buying a bunch of industrial grade bags of rice and beans that i could hopefully live like fucking i am legend style off for a couple months after the big collapse i'm gonna buy some sparklers we're gonna get some flying flowers i just don't i don't see that being the purchase in this magnitude especially and in the climate we're living in now especially with coronavirus think about what has happened like we've seen a lot of products sell out and mm -hmm. become almost impossible to find. And what has happened in the wake of that? Those products get more expensive and people start jacking up the price to capitalize on that. Is that not happening with fireworks? Because that is the last industry I would trust to be ethical in that regard. I would think as fireworks started selling more and more because this is unprecedented levels of fireworks happening in these neighborhoods. Yeah. Honey, you're not going to believe the news. <laughs> yeah. You would think they'd get more expensive. We got brought in on a big psyop, honey. We're going to redo <laughs> the whole kitchen, baby. It seems got, like that has to be what happened. These fellows in sharp black suits from the CIA showed up and they said, we're going to, we're going to get these poor people riled up and bothered and, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna have probable cause to go down there and crack some skulls and by golly the fireworks are gonna be a big part of it. We're going to Tahiti, baby. Mark your calendar. You know, like we landed the big fucking. And I found another area where this is happening a lot is Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, fireworks complaints are up six hundred percent over this time last year. And I'll link to all of these articles on Unpops and in the show notes, but. Buried in one of the articles about what's happening in Milwaukee, and it's on Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, it's their newspaper, yeah. is the following sentence. Most suburban police departments haven't seen an increase in fireworks-related noise complaints this year. So oh, really? we're supposed to believe the only people bored enough by being locked in by coronavirus 
are the same people who've just spent an entire month carrying out protests in the streets against police violence. Meanwhile, all these suburban anti-mask, get-me-to-the-hair-salon-immediately types are not at all taken by the urge to set off fireworks. Yeah. Like, those don't happen in the suburbs? Yeah, they do. Oh, those people love fireworks. They fucking love fireworks, and especially in a place like Milwaukee because they're legal in Wisconsin. Cargo shorts, like, loaded up with fireworks? You could you could go fishing and catch one of these people. That's It's catnip to the fucking... Yeah. Like, uh... You know, uh, I make $110,000 a year, dad, who thinks he's like the dad in an Adam Sandler movie, like that guy. Like, he, they fucking go ape shit for fireworks. So uh, the fact that they're not seeing it, it goes like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, they're, they're not bored by coronavirus. That would be the number one suspect, quite frankly, for your official explanation of this, where it's just, oh, people are, you know, fucking yeah. they want to. Yeah, you'd be going, okay, well, where's all the people with all the money and the extra time and the, you know, and the family and all this shit, you know, every, every trapping of a fireworks user. Yeah, and somehow they're not bored enough to participate in this. Okay. And then I so I also like that this could lead to copycat people that are just trying to help the police. You know how people like will always show up and be like, "I hey police, I'm in on your secret plan, but I'm like on your side. Like I'm gonna go be like, uh, I'll I'll go do the proud boy thing, and I'll kind of like make sure you're not fucking with the cops or whatever. Like I'm I'm like I'm like the man's number one fan. You know what I mean? Like I'm like I'm just here being like a unofficial entourage, like K-pop BTS army for the man, for the police state. So maybe it's it's funny to me to think that there are guys out there who are like, I, I went down to fucking uh, Corona the other day and I, I let some M80s off. I did my part. I waited until I saw some tagged up trash cans and I, you know, yeah. I, I threw off some piccolo piece. And the, the thing is, it might sound like uh, I'm, I'm dealing in stereotypes when I say, well, where are these communities getting the money to put on these kind of fireworks displays in light of coronavirus? But go back and look at the original post that kicked this off. It was posted on Facebook by a guy named Robert Jones Jr. He's not a fringe conspiracy theorist. He's a black author, lives in the Bed-Stuy section of Brooklyn, where this is a very serious problem. He's got a huge following. His books are published by legit publishers. He's got a fucking agent. I don't have an agent. Because you are a fringe conspiracy theorist. You're not a, a Robert Jones Jr. with a fucking... Exactly. I'm the conspiracy theorist. And, like, yeah. I haven't compiled a steel dossier on the guy, but he seems perfectly fucking normal. Yeah. And he posted this Facebook thing, and he made the exact same point. He was like, where would the money for this be coming from? Like, these communities which are the same communities that have been ravaged by police violence and coronavirus both, where would they be getting the resources to buy all these fireworks and set them off all yeah, night who, long? Who is, who is funding the enemy combatants on the other side of the thin blue line? Where is their... Did, does the United States come give them AK-47s and fireworks and load them up with weapons, you know, so they can yeah. go, that, We're the only group of people, or they're the only group of people that the American uh, uh, government or the you know, American sort of police state military establishment goes after that they don't arm first. Usually they go over and they, we're going to give you all of our old toys that we're tired of, and then we're going to kick your ass with their new stuff because, you know. Yeah. And that's one of the possibilities he brings up is that exact thing that, well, first off, what he suggests in terms of where the money is coming from is that people aren't buying these fireworks. They're being given these fireworks and told when to set them off. 
I've seen some people doing a little bit of Craigslist detective work. We're seeing weird, but then, then you never know what's a honeypot and who's trolling who. And yeah, maybe it is just a guy with fire. You never know. It's Craigslist, you know? So it's like, it is tough to kind of figure out what's going on there. But yeah, I've seen people saying that, Oh, they're just like leaving boxes of them. And if you look at the post, we'll link to that also. It's not like he's on an Island here. Like there are tons of comments from people who also live in that area who are like, yeah, it seems like something's weird here. And correct me if I'm wrong, but is Robert Jones Jr. not the type of voice we're supposed to be trying to amplify in a situation like this? Like, Certainly, yeah. I would much rather hear his take on what's happening with these fireworks than Slate being like, well, we looked into it and they're just selling <laughs> a lot more fireworks these days. Yeah. Well, and I, and, I, and I also think it's like it's definitely a relevant um, it's definitely relevant to the overall uh, thrust of the movement and the times that we're in. I mean, it's a matter of like antagonistic police tactics, fucking huge budget spending, wasteful fucking inhumane oversights of, you know, overall effort, structure and direction within the organization and what they're choosing to use their manpower and time for. Like, this is a completely relevant thing to be looking into at a time like this when we're dealing all this stuff is it a little strange like yeah certainly but i mean that's the thing your enemy will be a little strange just to i think make you look a little strange having to point it out it's called gaslighting like if exactly yeah and then this is like this is absolutely perfect for gas this is like one of these they almost pick something where it's like we need something with a little for today's conspiracy minded race war loving internet crowd we got to find something that's a little bit you know mandela effect it's a little bit you know is it you know it's, we got to find something that's super intangible the number of fireworks you hear i feel like it's more did the sky used to be bluer like it's all this different <laughs> shit you could just sort of like oh fuck it was baron stein steam stein fucking was oh, just another bang was that a bang and you mentioned earlier that a move like this gives the police a couple different opportunities. And that's mentioned in this Facebook post also that one, it's just naturally going to make protesters look bad. Like mm -hmm. they're trying to tie this to protest because then people are going to put that associ association in their mind and be like, well, that's why I can't sleep because of these yeah. fucking protesters setting off fireworks. But it also gives the police another avenue to come back in with another really big display of force at some point. If those phone calls, if they finally decide, all right, we'll respond to your 911 calls about fireworks, watch this. And then they just converge on that fucking neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it gives them so many opportunities that they wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. And we've just kind of written this off immediately as an insane conspiracy theory. And based on what? Like our inherent trust of the police? I don't fucking trust the police anymore. I haven't in years. Like, what the fuck? If you trust the police, congratulations on making a quarter of a million dollars or more a year, you know? <laughs> exactly. Like, good job, man. Glad you're able to trust them. So it's also mentioned in that post that it doesn't necessarily have to be the police doing this like it could be sure. white nationalist groups although i don't know what the difference is anymore but pretty much anyone with a vested interest in either directing public opinion about these protests or influencing them in any way 
could be involved in this, but there have been a couple videos that lead me to believe there's some law enforcement involvement, both, again, from Brooklyn, where this is especially a problem. Yeah, and this is this is absolutely something you could do, like, you know, just with like a with like a private email server, with like a with like a, like a like an email hosted on like the dark web, like the access on Tor. I don't know the name of these services offhand. I've never used one, but you could do it on WhatsApp. Like, you can do it on WhatsApp, yeah, or any kind of encrypted messaging service. Just like this is the sort of thing where it's like, yeah, you could get like you know two hundred guys together, get this much money, sort of everyone shut the fuck up. We all got to all kill you, I'll kill you, you know. Like it's absolutely something that you could sort of see a message for going like, fuck, man. I mean, I'm looking at the numbers, and this seems like it could actually work pretty good, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like rule it out being a sort of like you know a home brew sort of like terroristic kind of a. Uh, a plot but i mean it it does feel like it makes a lot more sense to be like oh what's well, a group of people that's already doing that <laughs> has, has, has those facilities available to them you know sits around coming up with new and exciting ways to fuck with people and in, invade their personal space and violate their uh, human rights so yeah i i, I think they're uh, definitely a good uh, a good place to start looking and you yeah. know there's certainly some evidence leaking into it already and yeah, there have been videos that have come out of both of them came out of Brooklyn. There's one where a guy it's like 1130 at night and he's filming these firefighters just setting off loud as shit fireworks right in front of their uh, station. And like fireworks are illegal within New York City limits. Yeah. So that's a very risky thing for them to do. And you and you and you got how many hours of unpaid overtime? You, it's, you could use to write a few tickets, do a little fundraising. You yeah, know? go go sell some wallpaper for the elementary school. You know. And there's another video also from Brooklyn where there's what looks like a fucking Macy's Fourth of July celebration going off, and people obviously called the police, and the police just show up with like ten cars with their lights and sirens blaring and just drive around while these fireworks are going off. And you could argue, well, we're, they're, they're trying to set up a perimeter and keep people away from these fireworks that are going off. But also, like, what kind of people are charging fireworks? Like, you could, you could put one cop there and be like, hey, see the fireworks? Don't, don't, don't tackle the fireworks, I guess. Yeah, don't like like what are we? How how little faith do we have in the people to not like go like run into the fireworks? Who's you know? Yeah. Suppose if there's an errant child, it would be a nice thing to keep an eye out. Uh, but eleven thirty at night, like big ass explosions, they probably yeah. people keep their distance. You know, I think you can trust a uh, trust us to be an informed populace on that issue. Exactly, and I actually think this is bigger than the police like i'm fine going out on a limb i think this is some kind of intelligence operation like i think oh, this is a okay. government effort i don't doubt that you think this is the cia fbi one of them kind of like a uh, intelligence agency thing yeah absolutely like this is the kind of shit we get up to when it comes to law enforcement we use noise as a weapon all the fucking time we did mm -hmm. it to the branch davidians we did it during the vietnam war they just did it to uh, people in Cuba. Remember that? Yeah. We do it all the fucking time, and we don't always do it as a direct attack on the quote-unquote enemy. Sometimes we do it to just lessen support for that group among the community at large. 
Yeah, and they're really trying to turn this shit against the protest past protesters right now, you know. Yeah. So they can kind of crack down. They want the they want the public opinion of the protesters to be like, well, I mean, they're just making a smoke screen so people can go steal fucking sneakers, which so frustrating when there's twenty thousand people chanting names and holding signs and you're standing around waiting for the news helicopter and it's like, oh no, they're covering the one billabong store that's having a tough day. Yeah. You yeah. Know? This this I just that was uh well, really what you should take away from the moment here is uh, stay away from uh, the sunglass hut at South Close Plaza. It's become a, just a fucking <laughs> a, a little uh, aphorism for everything wrong with our country. And it's like, no, you fucking asshole. You just want us to hate these people, to be afraid of this fucking movement, to want our police, to love the boot, you know, to to lick the fucking, you know. Yeah. And the boot. this is such an effective way to further that campaign like don't think of this as the police or the government or whoever whatever enemy you want to slot in there i personally do think it's a government effort but don't think about it as them setting off fireworks think about it as sleep deprivation Mm -hmm. that is a horribly effective torture tactic that we use all the time Real one occults of, uh, of of like you know like if you're doing like R. Kelly type shit, it's always just you know it's like the, one of the number you know and like you're sick and this everyone just says drink more water. This is like oh you're trying to fuck with these people, we'll just make it loud and make them some fuck with their sleep, you know? Yeah, and Don't that give them rest. like that is going to wear on people not just psychologically but physically. Like that's uh, sleep deprivation is bad for you, and it takes like a day for it to start impacting oh, yeah. you negatively. Well, there's a pandemic going on and like your level of personal vitality and your, where your immune system at at any given moment is a lot more fucking important than it's been in the, uh, you know, the last, uh, the, our entire lifetimes, probably for most of us, you know? Yeah. And when you think about it that way, then the official explanation here becomes that the people who live in these communities where police violence is such a problem are now inflicting torture on their own community. Like, that's what we're saying is that these protesters are now torturing the neighborhoods that they've been railing against police violence in. Does that fucking add up? Like, why? If If those screamer exhaust filters that they used to put on, like, cars and motorcycles to make them sound badass in, like, 2009 make a comeback then we know this is an op that's if those <laughs> like the fucking like yeah if that shit if i start hearing those again on a on a like a a souped up like fucking yamaha you know and some guys are like oh yeah they're, they're giving these things away i guess they're like the whole warehouse they found and there's like a big factory sale there's just a guy on the street <laughs> screws them on for you like he's got a of them cut. S- sitting yeah, there He's got really shiny shoes and a, and a real tight, high and tight haircut. And uh, he's a nice guy, big broad shoulders on, like thick neck, you know, really a real, real gearhead. And it's like, hmm, okay. You didn't think it was a little weird when that helicopter dropped Furbies, like it was trying to put out a fire all over South Central? You didn't find that? Yeah, like this is, this is an idea that's just going to sow division. Like, yes. it's just an idea that's going to make people who feel disconnected from the protests but who live in those areas we call them gentrifiers and we'll get to them in a second <laughs> it's just going to rile them up and make them want this to stop yeah and yeah. they will justify a police crackdown on black and brown people in their neighborhood to make it stop 
people will always choose, you know, people in, in positions of comfort and, and power and leisure will always choose to continue that over, you know, the whatever concessions they, they may have to make in solidarity with the people below them. They'll always take the the option to be comfortable, to be safe, to be protected. They'll always fucking sell it out. I mean, and it's, uh, and I, I think it's something that we, we do to each other now. Like we just, the, the, the way we talk about all these things and the way that the, the discourse has devolved, uh, everything has become so wrapped up in identity politics. People are more tribalized than ever. They're more sunken into their uh you know their way of thinking their group their 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 tribe that they're so fucking vitriolic that when you have something like this that comes up and you start talking about it, it just turns into another thing where people go well you're a fucking idiot and i'll never fucking listen to you about it you're a cock you're a piece of shit and you should fucking die you know and it just yeah. we've made everything a you're a piece of shit and you should fucking die issue uh on the on the internet at least where you know however many people are that are you know being uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fucking on TV and, in, and it's everywhere. It's proliferated everywhere. It's obviously, obviously special, especially bad if you're on Twitter and all this shit. But yeah, it's just you know another uh, another one in a long series of little fucking wedge tactics and wedge issues designed to exhaust critical thinking and annihilate the truth. <laughs> and that's actually why I think it's a government thing. I I said there would be another podcast I want to plug. I did a solo episode of our politics podcast last week. Uh, that show is called In Broad Daylight. And it was an episode about Trump's rally in Tulsa, which was his campaign relaunch rally. Yeah. And we just mostly ignored it because the crowd was small in the middle of a pandemic. Which that is, it is surprising to see Trump lose control of a narrative, you know, for him to, uh, to, to come away without his headline kind of winning. I mean, obviously he gets it out there and there are people that'll carry it no matter what, but yeah, I didn't, you didn't hear a lot of people covering what he was actually talking about in the rally, which was fucking, you know, it's bad shit as usual, but yeah, it especially was so. nuts. And it also kind of laid out how he's going to approach these protests when he called out the silent majority in the beginning of that campaign launch speech, like people have to remember the silent majority when Nixon said it in 69 referred to people who didn't participate in Vietnam war protests, who didn't join the counterculture and who didn't express their political views publicly. So just replace Vietnam war with black lives matter, replace counterculture with socialists And what you have is a whole bunch of apathetic, probably mostly well-off white voters who life is good enough for them that they don't give a shit about politics. And now something like this, if they're like, this is an invasion of my quality of life, those motherfuckers will absolutely rally around Trump if he promises to make this shit stop. And I think that's who Trump is like he knows these protests are going to go on for a long long time and i think that's his campaign strategy going forward is i will squash these fucking protests for you you just have to vote for me if it's people that disagree with you politically they're protesting for something that you don't believe with already you as a you know a trump voter or whatever and you go oh yeah i'll fucking yeah i'll take them to lock her up all the same shit you know yeah i will fucking Oh, well, we got gas, dude. We got these big ass tanks. We love our beautiful tankers, don't we? We have the most beautiful <laughs> tanks here. You know, and I'll just do all that shit. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, fucking kill those guys. I hate those. You know, that's where we're at. That's where, that's what people want to hear. That's where, that's where the fucking Overton window has shifted. So, yeah, you can just go campaign against the protesters and the looters and the thugs and everything and all this shit that he gins up and this whole fucking. He was tweeting out like wanted 
posters of people the other night, just a string of like 30 of people that are like, you know, I did in cell phone camps pushing over a statue or whatever. And yeah. it's like, this just doesn't feel like what the president's Twitter is for. It's just, I don't think any of this, it, no one sees that and goes, Oh, thank God the fucking press is on top of this. You know, he's, he's doing what people on 4chan used to do for fun and doxing people and trying to find him, you know? Yeah. It makes sense. If, you don't look at him as a typical American president and just look at him as a tyrant who's trying to squash dissent. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's what this is all about. And that's why I think like no one can prove it right now. It's going to have to wait until we file a freedom of information act request 50 years from now and get the documents. But I do think this is a coordinated government effort. I think this Mm -hmm. is classic U.S. intelligence, U.S. law enforcement tactics. This will be a fun fact in 50 years. Did you know that in the 2020s, they briefly used fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there'd be two other guys, another bald guy, uh, you know, <laughs> the, you know another, it, it just, yeah, it's fucking, well, they did that. Of course, they're doing it with space fireworks. Yeah. And even then, most of us will be like, shut up. That's a conspiracy mm-hmm. theory. And I think where this is really going to play out is on sites like Nextdoor. And are you on Nextdoor? I've never gotten on it because I just feel like I would be too too ashamed of the of the the white nervousness or whatever. I should have been on it in my old place in Echo Park because that was a pretty wild neighborhood. But uh, no, I'm not on it, and I've never fucked with it. I should. It's have done. it's a fucking nightmare. It's it's a real fucking nightmare. It's a cesspool of a website, and what you're seeing now is not just on Nextdoor, but also in Facebook groups. Like, again, in Brooklyn, where this was happening, there was this Facebook group that was set up, and it positioned itself as a Facebook group that represented this community. And mm-hmm. they were like, hey, can the can we send someone in to stop these fireworks? And there are community activists in that area who looked into this group, and they're like, well, you're all, like, these are, like, gentrifiers. These are like the white people who have moved in in the past couple of years who are now saying, hey, 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 uh, how about the police come shut down all these fireworks that are happening in our neighborhood? Yeah, they keep making me blink when I try to take a picture in front of one of the many historic murals uh, on the elementary school. Yeah, and though I think those are the people that Trump is aiming for this year. Like in this campaign, he's trying... Like, we on the left have talked so much about, oh, man, what we need to do is rally up people who don't usually vote. And Mm -hmm. we really do, because I think that's what Trump is doing. I think there was a guy trying to do that, but uh, I don't know, something happened. Yeah. dropped out. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Yeah, weird. Obama made a couple phone calls and said, everybody fucking get in line. (laughs) And everybody got in line. And now- They're trying it again. And now Trump is, that's who Trump is going to go for is people who don't normally vote but who will be put off enough by these protests to finally vote it's so much of it is fear man it's just yeah. people, like people just uh give themselves to fear in so many of these situations you know and just not and and you know not kind of trusting their their neighbor or the fucking general goodness of mankind and they just go out on that and play, yeah we fucking let's just make sure let's just no, i don't know yeah i don't want to risk it you know i'm not doing shit and they just and they just always go like, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything or I won't, you know, and it's like, it's, it's just a bad way to live. It's, it, this is kind of where it gets you. And it's, uh, and, and, you know, you see it with, with everything, uh, just people just love to fucking 
worry and be afraid and you know I, was, I did it for a long time and, it, and it's you just go at a certain point it's like you got to just try to enjoy this shit because I mean like I, I don't know if we, we ever turn the tide or get any of these big concessions where I was looking for if any guy comes along and gets all the fuck knocks on all the doors and gets all the people that have been fucked over and say no we're starting over we're doing it for real you hope so but yeah you just don't let them make you fucking so afraid of every single thing in your life you know try to just like enjoy the sunshine you know talk to your friends and you know yeah. soak up as much of it as you can because it's fucking it's just like there's a, there's a great saying tim dylan used to say on his show where they, they always say like oh fuck people always be like just like the beginning of the end and you go no folks we're in the middle of the end <laughs> and i think about that a lot I'm like, if you just think about, like, if you told yourself all the shit that's happening right now, like, one year ago, just the, the level and the pitch at which everything's at, it's just like, oh, my God. And then think about, like, if you told yourself four years ago, before this all, all this shit started, and uh, and then you go, okay, four years from now, it's like, well, fuck, if it's only been four years and I'm already, like, used to and comfortable with this, how far can you take it? Yeah, and I honestly do feel like these fireworks are a part of that. I feel mm -hmm. like this is the beginning of an effort to really criminalize Black Lives Matter protesters. Like, we're already seeing, like, the that Lieutenant Bob Kroll fuckstick in Minneapolis has already started calling Black Lives Matter a terrorist organization. Trump has started doing that kind of shit. I'm surprised they haven't been hitting that hard. That's what they always got. I mean, Antifa's an easy one because there's, like, no Antifa right. head headquarters or anything. But, yeah, that's... <laughs> another one of their uh, go-to fucking plays i'm surprised hasn't come up already and again that's just making plot for like oh you got a fucking a banner or a t-shirt well that's now that's no gang paraphernalia so i mean we're kind of we kind of got to that's absolutely the concern not just that but donations like i'm still giving money to black lives matter yeah and like and then, you, then you're on the fucking hollywood communist list yeah yeah then you're like if they ever institute some kind of social credit system like, those fucking donations are going to fucking wreck people. Oh, and they are working on that. Oh, yeah. Well, because they, they have to stay competitive. Whitney Webb did an article about that because they have to kind of... The, the, the pitch within these, uh, uh, you know, uh, within the lobbying interests within the big government superstructure that's interested in doing this is like, well, we got to stay competitive with China. I mean, they got this. I mean, we if they're going to fucking go hard we got to go hard you know and with the corona shit now it's like oh maybe we don't open stuff up until you get you know get a little chip or you get a little fucking super id that's got everything all kind of linked into it and we could see where you're at and it's, it goes to your twitter and your bank and your text messages and all and just to make sure you know do you don't want anyone to get sick you do would you want to get do you want you want to die do you want to cough your lungs out and die you should probably get to just chip it up and we'll be fine yeah the, the combination of these protests and coronavirus makes something like that so possible Mm -hmm. Like just so very possible and like possible in like a year, not like 25 years from now, like very soon. The only thing that makes me think that they didn't do this shit just to make a social credit score system is that they haven't already done it. It's like it like like in 9-11, they had the Patriot Act three days later and they're like, All right, we fucking we knew where we needed to go with that. Uh, this is like I'm like, so I'm surprised I haven't seen any fucking no one's tried to chip me yet. I, th yeah. I, th I thought they would have been like, well, thankfully, we had just finished uh, this crazy chip. Um, you guys are totally going to need it. So just here, let's just start getting those out, you know? Yeah. And it like, I don't know. Just don't discount the fact that this could very well be a court like keeping there's a I'll link to it on the website so it's even easier to find. But watch the fucking 
This is such an easy homework assignment. Watch the fucking PBS documentary about the Black Panthers and see how law enforcement treats black empowerment groups. Like, this is going to end in the government trying to criminalize Black Lives Matter, just like they did with the Black Panthers. They fucking bombed an organization called Move in Philadelphia in 1985. Like, this is small fucking potatoes for the police when it comes and not just the police but the government when it comes to dealing with any sort of black empowerment group at all go watch the fucking interview tupac did in So, the reason you heard technical difficulties music there is because we had some technical difficulties. Weirdly enough, just as we were getting riled up about how the government always goes out of its way to discredit black empowerment groups, my mixer stopped working, which, it's fine. It's, there's nothing weird about that. It's the best podcast mixer I've ever owned, and I've had it for less than a year, and it certainly has never done that before. But in the middle of this podcast, it just stopped working. But here's the thing. Nice try, feds, because it wasn't the middle of the podcast. We were basically done by that point. We were just racking up bonus points there in garbage time. So the the Tupac thing I was trying to plug is called The Lost Prison Interview. It's on Amazon Prime, or if you just Google it, it's on YouTube. Listen to the things Tupac says in that interview, and... Tell me it's not the kind of thing that the government murders people over. Uh, If you think it's not, again, go watch that PBS documentary about the Black Panthers. And all of that is to say, don't discount for a damn second that what's happening right now in terms of fireworks going off all night long could very well be a coordinated government thing. It's not at all outside the realm of possibility. Don't let your slate articles in your your salon.com articles convince you otherwise even if this is just a conspiracy theory it's a conspiracy theory that needs to be thought about a little harder than we're thinking about it right now oh also about an hour after i finished recording this one single solitary loud as shit firework went off in the courtyard of my apartment cool cool it's all this is all cool all fine the mixer's fine it's back to working obviously because i'm recording now there's no fireworks going off in the courtyard now just the one couple hours after i recorded this but uh hey we made it through and uh i don't know what connor had to plug you can follow him on twitter at connor mcspadden you can uh i've mentioned it before if you're listening to the a free episode of conspiracy the show which this is a free episode so i hope you're listening to it uh you can subscribe to just conspiracy the show now at conspiracy.supercast.tech and get all sorts of bonus episodes and uh also episodes without ads and things so i think that's all we got Connor, you got anything else? <laughs> Just kidding. The FBI threw Connor in a van this morning. We'll probably never see him again. All right. 
Let's get the fuck out of here. Adam, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Defund the police. <laughs>